Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Ed Taylor, taking your calls and questions this afternoon. You know the drill. It's call-in time, 303-690-3000, or we have a dedicated text line, 720-336-0897, coming to you live from the Grace FM studios here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. We will be here for the next hour talking about the things uh, pertaining to life and godliness in Jesus Christ. I love that passage, don't you? It's in Second Peter. Let me pull it up here. Chapter 1. Uh, in Second Peter chapter 1. This is so good. It's such a great reminder of, in, of the grace uh, and power and knowledge that we have in Christ. Listen, <clears throat> this is Second uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. And that is who we look to today. We want to uh, dive into what's on your mind, praying for you, encouraging you, opening the Bible together. And the only way to do that is if you call me, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number. Text me, 720-336-0897. Well, can I take a few moments today on our program, even though I know on the East Coast you guys are going to get it? Well, let's go through the stations real quick. You're listening live right now on the Grace FM and the Radio by Grace Networks. Grace FM's here in Colorado and Cheyenne and parts of Nebraska and online, gracefm.com. So if you're up in the metro area here, uh, Denver, uh, all in this area, 89.7 FM. If you're down in the Springs, you know you're listening on 101.7, so make sure you tell a friend about Grace FM. Uh, and then on Radio by Grace, there's 78 stations, 20-plus states, radiobygrace.com. And then Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio, Living Water Radio, you guys are all hearing this one week delayed. HopeFM.net, TruthFM.net, HigherRockRadio.org, KSGR.org, and welcome. So I wanted to acknowledge that to everyone. So you you guys on Grace FM, Radio by Grace, you're listening live. <clears throat> by, by this time uh, next week, this will air uh, one week delayed on on Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio, Living Water Radio. So whenever it airs, it is by divine providence that you're going to be hearing the news. But this weekend, uh, we sadly uh, lost, and it's not even the right language, right? We know exactly where he is, but Pastor Avant Ramsey, uh, who's been a part of our church for 20 plus years, 
went home to be with the Lord at 3.57 a.m. Sunday morning. It was fast, unexpected, and sudden. Uh, I went to a hospital visit after service Saturday night with Pastor Everett. We went downtown Denver to visit Avant, but he was already in emergency surgery. And uh, we went home because the prognosis was very positive. After visiting with his precious wife, Barb, and his uh, wonderful sons, Avant Jr. and Mike, uh, we went home and received a text message early in the morning that Pastor Avant went home to be with his Savior. And, you know, he he truly was a man of God. We spent two hours today in our staff meeting just talking about him, talking about our memories, talking about his influence. And maybe you're listening in right now. And, of course, that would be the Grace FM network, although he did travel with me a lot and met a lot of people around uh, at different churches. Uh, you may have a connection point with him, and you're not even in Colorado. But if you would like to share on the air something positive of Avant, uh, I would love to hear it. Um, we would make room for it. But I'm asking you, at the very least, would you please pray for Barb Ramsey and and for... Avant Jr. and Val, and for Mike and Caitlin, and those are um, his sons and their spouses, partner, and then pray for his grandbabies, who is the love of his life. What a, I was living out my desire to be a grandparent through Avant. It was so good, but through a lot of grandparents over the last 10 years, but man, it is glorious. It was glorious to see him. He would send me pictures with his grandbabies, so happy and unbelievable. It was unbelievable, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And and so, um, you know, uh, death is hard to deal with, even though we know that we grieve, but not like those who have no hope. <clears throat> But we grieve, we grieve nonetheless. And I've been getting emails. You can always email me your stories if you don't want to share them on the air. Just email me at ed at edtaylor.org. But I just got one from Arizona, somebody watching our live stream uh, from Arizona. And they were sharing with me of a, they watch our live, uh, our live stream. And we did a baby dedication a couple weeks ago, and they captured a screenshot from it where the the young man didn't want to didn't want me to carry him, so stayed in mom's arms, and my hand is on. Uh, didn't want me to touch him. <laughs> it's sometimes that's how they are, and that's fine. We respect that. It's not necessary. God knows. Uh, and as I was praying for mom and baby, there I've got Avant right behind me with his arm on my shoulder, and that's what he was here. He was a support to me, and he was a, a protector of me in many ways, just praying for me, interceding for me and my family, um, and uh, one of the many wonderful men that I get to share life with and serve the Lord together. Uh, but we lost, we, Avant passed away, and it's painful uh, and difficult. And the stories that are coming back from him, um, just beautiful. Love that man. He's alive, by the way. He's not, he's not, uh, he might be uh, not here with us, but he's fully in the presence of the Lord. 
right there. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000 is the number. Let's go to the phone lines here. Where are we? We're going to go right to Pennsylvania. Anthony in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, I did one more call a while ago. But anyway, the question I have is, with the majority of the world not going to heaven, uh, the narrow way and the broad way, I think that's theologically sound, why would God, and I'm not questioning God, it's just sure. it's just a thought, I mean, that he would create something that a majority wouldn't accept him. And that's always been, and I've asked this to several people with doctorates of divinity, sure. and it be, they had, didn't have an answer for me. Well, the theological answer is easy. Uh, this is God's divine cabinet, his de- divine prerogative. Um, he does as he pleases, and he answers. He answers not to his creation. You know, we're we're not a uh, God is not a debtor to his creation. So the Bible answer is very easy. The rest of your question, the rest of your answer, is it, it requires a little bit of digging, right? Because we we pull back from what we have seen from his creation. And we know that God has created man to be in fellowship with him. He has created man to enjoy him and he to enjoy us. God has created man so that there might be a beautiful, unhindered relationship between his creation and himself. We see that in the prototype creation of Adam and Eve. The experience that Adam and Eve has in the garden is the prototypical, uh, that, that is the first fruits of God's desire for all of humanity, which will later be restored at the culmination of all things uh, after the millennial period. <clears throat> so we know that. We know that God created man to bring him glory and to worship him and to enjoy him. When you add the, that sense of, trying to know the mind of God in this aspect of why would the majority why would God create the world if most people won't believe in him and the reality is is that God cre- creates all human beings with the opportunity to experience his love with the opportunity to repent of their sins with the opportunity to hear the gospel to view creation to respond to conscience to receive the light of Christ, uh, that they might be saved. So when when you ask the question from God's perspective, God, in his foreknowledge, he knows who's going to believe, and they're going to enjoy, and he knows who's not going to believe, um, but it won't be because their lack of belief won't, because, won't be because God prohibited them. It won't be because of God's creation. Even after sin wrecked the garden, what does God do? It doesn't wreck the plan of God because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So let's pause there for a second and just step one step back because part of the answer to your question is contained to us in Isaiah. You know, who knows the mind of God? None of us know the mind of God, only what he's revealed to us. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. However, there is a small part of the creative uh, feature of God that he has put into man, and that is in through procreation. 
He's given us the ability to have kids. So I hear the same question asked a different way, Anthony. I hear the same question asked asked a different way, and that is, you know, I really don't want to bring kids into this broken, messed up world. Why would I want to bring kids into this broken, messed up world? And the answer is very similar. Children are a heritage under the Lord. They're a blessing. They're an outlet to share uh, share Christ's love with. They're an outlet to share love with. They're an outlet to share life with, even though for us it's different because God does not take a risk, but we as humans take the risk when we have children that there is a possibility that they will refuse our love. There's a possibility that they will rebel against us. There's a possibility that they will reject Christ but we love them nonetheless. No matter their behavior, our love is steady and continual, and how much more God in the ultimate creation of man. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate the answer. Okay, Anthony, bless you, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless. Great question. 303-690-3000. Coming back. Oh, great. I want to, I'm so thankful that Jacob called in. Jacob is right here in Aurora, and he wants to talk about Avant. Tell us about Avant, Jacob. Yeah, how you doing, Pastor Ed? I'm doing fantastic. Good. Yeah, uh, Pastor Avant was such a, a big part of my life and my sobriety. Um, I have seven years sober from heroin uh, mm. as of today. Uh, and Pastor Avant, you know, he he prayed with my mom um, when I was, you know, really in the thick of it and, um, you know, prayed with her and helped her a lot as she was just heartbroken with all the stuff that I was doing and, um, she kind of urged me to, to come to Calvary and see you guys. And, you know, Pastor Avan was one of the first people that I <laughs> talked to and prayed with there. And, um, you know, the, the amazing thing is once I, once I got sober and I kept coming to Calvary, he just continuously checked in with me, asked how I was doing, asked how my wife Megan is, and then now my daughter Zelda is. And, you know, so he, he just, the amount of care that he had for me, someone that obviously I'm not his family, you know, I, I'm a family of his, of his church, of yes, course, but yes. you know, he just, he cared so much. And, um, I was truly heartbroken when I heard the news. I was yeah. at church this weekend with you when I heard it and yeah. I was, I was just so sad, but obviously I'm, I'm sad for us and I'm not sad for him because he's right. in the, pre- the presence of Jesus now, you know? Yeah. That testimony. So we spent a couple hours in staff today sharing our stories, meeting him, growing with him, serving with him. And I, I heard something today that I hadn't heard before, and that the, the testimony that you shared, uh, we all have similar ov- overlays, uh, because Avant was the same man with everyone. Uh, so often he would be the one that checked in. Often he would be the one that pray. Often he would be the one that you w- he would be the fir- one of, or if not the first person someone would meet when they come to Calvary. But today... Uh, we checked in with Ian. Ian was sharing part of his testimony. And Ian today, um, who has been our worship leader for all these years, he said Avant was the first person that greeted him in this church when we used to meet Thursday nights over at New Life Church in Aurora here, that you and Ian share the same testimony in the sense that Avant was the first person that he met when he came to church here. I thought, man, unbelievable, all these under these under-the-surface testimonies of of a real valiant man of faith. Thank God every day for Avan. I thank him so much that he was able to, you know, push me to, to go into rehab and to get sober and yes. then, you know, regain my walk with Jesus again. So, so good. Uh, like I said, I I'm so, so incredibly thankful for him and you guys. So hey, thank you for sharing that Jacob. God bless you, brother. You too. Thank All right. you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. So good. I mean, that, that is the, uh, the prevailing, 
uh, testimony that we've been hearing about Pastor Avant. And I, w- I was sharing, I shared a, uh, uh, I, I shared a Bible study this weekend um, on the topic of death. I think it was Skip Heitzig that said, we, we have a lot of different Bible studies on Christian living, but not many on Christian dying. And, and I picked up on that and um, taught these studies years ago and because we had to change everything up and it happened so suddenly, um, I felt like the Lord wanted to teach us on this topic. And, and as I was uh, teaching on it and had to make the announcement, you know, firsthand to our precious church, um, the, the floodgates of testimony come through of how many funerals uh, Avan has, has overseen or marriages or hospital visits or <clears throat> he had a deep, deep heart for the most excellent way. That's our ministry for the um, addiction recovery and just kicking it you know, to the curb. And Jacob is one of many testimonies, seven years now walking in sobriety because of the gentle nudging of Pastor Avant. So we're grateful Um grateful for that. Uh, it reminded me of a couple things uh, that I want to share with you. Um, just real quickly, I shared, uh, I want to say it was in Hebrews 4. Uh, what was I looking at? I was looking at, um, no, that's for a future study. It was um, um, that passage where we're honoring our leaders um, because here we are uh, honoring Pastor Avant um, right now, but we need to be doing this while we're alive too. And I know, I know that we have a culture of that here in Calvary, but <clears throat> um, not every church does, or not every believer does. Sometimes some churches teach, well, don't give appreciation or don't give accolades, because if you do, you'll steal their rewards in heaven. And and that's simply not true. You won't be stealing anyone's rewards by honoring them, thanking them, appreciating them, um, loving them, um, being, um, doing it while they're alive. And as I was sitting in our staff meeting, we spent about two hours with all of us in there. Um, and as I was listening to the testimonies, my, myself included, my wife included, uh, my children included, um, thinking about how Avant blessed my son uh, when he was just a kid, and my son Eddie, of course, who's gone home to be with the Lord. And when they were just kids, um, he's been in our church. I can't, be- I can't, I know there was time uh, before uh, Avant started attending our church, but I can't really remember a time without the church, uh, without Avant. It was part of our church, and and so I want to find that scripture. I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk and think and look all at the same time. It was really in the moment. Everything this weekend uh, was really in the moment. Uh, and I'll find it somewhere. It's, uh, as soon as I find it, it, it will come back to me. And I, I will share it with you. But let me get to the phone, phone call. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303 303-690-3000. Uh, it is not the let the elders uh, who rule well be worthy of double honor. It's not that one, uh, although it's similar to that one. Um, and I'm waiting for calls. That's why I'm talking. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. 
Uh, want to hear your calls, want to talk about what's on your mind. It could be Pastor Avan or it could be grief uh, in any way. Um, you know, we, um, we're a church grieving together <clears throat> uh, super hard. It was Thessalonians, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was First Thessalonians 4. Let me get to it. And everybody's grieving. I mentioned I got a lot of feedback. If you're grieving right now, I have resources that I want to make available to you. Just email me, uh, ed at edtaylor.org. Ask for the grief resources, and I will send them to you. A lot of people are asking for that. And, um, and I can't find his passage. Uh, it's, I do not want to be ignorant, brethren. And then it's in 1 Thessalonians 5, 12. Thank you for being patient. It's been a, a challenging week, to say the least. Um, we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love <clears throat> for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. So can I just share that with you? Don't wait till after your pastor leaves or passes away or some difficulty prevents you from telling them. Express your love and appreciation, not just to the senior pastor or the lead pastor, but to all the team and their wives and their children. Let love flow in your church. And if it, you might say, well, my church doesn't have a culture of that. My pastor doesn't like open appreciation. Okay. You can like it, and you can be a part of it, and you can step into people's lives and uplift them, but especially towards your especially towards your um, pastors, okay? All right, we don't have a name in Colorado, but they have something to share about Pastor Avant. You're on the air. Pastor Ed, I just wanted you to know I love the Lead to Serve podcast. Great. And I wanted to share that with you. I love how the Spirit of God is working through you in the Lead to Serve podcast. Thank you. Um, Pastor Avan <laughs> called me one day. Well, actually, he texted me, and he wanted to know about some information for equipping the church to pray. And I had sent him some information earlier, so he texted me, and we're texting back and forth, and I'm like, I'll give it to you. I'll find it for you. Just had a real heart for prayer. Yeah. and encouraging God's people. And we ended up having the most wonderful time of prayer and fellowship mm. on the phone. It was so wonderful, not knowing that that would be the last time I'd ever speak with him. And so it was so neat, like what you shared when he stayed from the pastor's conference, and he yes. stayed home with Barb, yes. and he cleaned the basement. Yep. It was kind of similar to that. He didn't call me on a regular basis. We text and we prayed together. Yes. But he didn't call me on a regular basis, so I know that that was from the Lord. Amen. And I wanted to tell you that I'm really praying that the body of Christ will support you all. Yes. And that the body of Christ won't just be there to be supported, but that they would support you all prayerfully the leaders and the staff and be a blessing to you guys during this time. And I want to say one final thing, the thought that I had 
as Pastor Aben has been with Jesus for many, many years, and all he is is with Jesus in a different way now. That's right. And yes, you know, like you said, he's not lost. He's, <laughs> he's not with Jesus in a different way. You know, um, uh, we met with Barb and the family today to, to plan out the memorial and getting some details on that, and she said the same thing. You know, the the spiritual. Avan lived in the spiritual realm. He lived in community with Christ. He lived in the Holy Spirit. Not a perfect man. Don't anyone misunderstand, but like just what you just described in a different way, his own wife living with him. You know how the Bible says that a leader, an elder, should rule his own house well. And when your wife speaks highly of you uh, and says, yeah, you know, Avant was the real deal. Like what you guys saw, That's what that was my husband. I've been with him 50 years. Half a century they grew up together, and um, that's a beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing that. So thank you for taking the call, Pastor. Okay, God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. Here's a text that came in from my friend Chris. My favorite Avant quote, and I trust your Bible, end quote. It's a good one. Trust your Bible. And a lot of the pictures that keep popping up, he has a Bible with him. Uh, he's always carrying it because that's what we taught. And that's what I teach the guys here. It's what I teach school ministry. And he almost always had a Bible in his hand. 303-690-3000. Here we go. Annette. Annette's in Aurora. Got a testimony of our brother, Avank. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I just want to share how um, Pastor Avant really had a heart for um, everybody, but especially he um, also uh, grew up, uh, his dad passed away when he was young, and so he has been working with a young dad, um, and this young dad is also black, and so he really needed to be mentored by somebody he could relate to, Yes. and Pastor Avan has been working with him uh, since about October, kind of just visiting with him biweekly for about an hour and talking things about the Lord, parenting, um, growing up to be um, a man and a father, and this young man's only 19. And I also would ask for prayer as I have a call into this young dad that doesn't know yet Mm. that Pastor Avant passed away. And I, he's supposed to call me tomorrow, and I will be sharing that news with him. And uh, he lost a dad, a stepdad, and now Pastor Avant, who I think he's really connected and looked up to. And so it's just been amazing to see how amazing he's worked with this young dad. So I just, I will miss him greatly. I cried um, and um, just asked for prayer for me as I share this news with this young dad. I will. I showed your picture when I met with Barb today. I showed the picture you sent of me um, to show the family together and the picture you sent with Avant. Um, and it really encouraged her. They, the okay. outpouring of this kind of stuff of what Avant was involved in is just unbelievable. Yeah. And I did send the picture to Avant of, uh, because last, last week was the first time we met the young dad's um, uh, girlfriend and their baby. And so we kind of rejoiced with him and he was really bragging on his little family and even got to share about his grandkids. So yes. yeah, it was a precious time. Yes. So I'm glad she got to see it. That's and good. I did send it to his phone. So okay, good. Yeah, I just wanted to share how he just, yeah, he's a special man Amen. and uh, he will be truly missed. He will. He will. Father, I pray for Annette as she has to make a very hard phone call. 
and a very difficult uh, notification of this challenging situation, Lord. And I do pray for this young man that that he would continue on the path as he's forced now to look beyond Avent. For all this time, he was looking to Avent, but now he needs to look, if he hasn't already, to the God of Avent. And I pray that you would enable him to do that, bring him to a place of full surrender in you, Lord. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just in time, Annette. God bless you, sister. All right. You hear the music. And we're talking about anything that's on your mind, but especially some testimonies about Pastor Avant, who went home to be with the Lord Sunday morning. We'll be right back. This is Calvary Live. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Calvary Live. My name is Ed Taylor. We're on the second half of today's program. I want to welcome you back. Welcome you back to our program today, 303-690-3000. That's how you want to get on the air, 303-690-3000. We recognize that this broadcast goes on around the country. I want to welcome everyone on the Radio by Grace Network, on Grace FM here locally, Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio, and Living Water. You're free to call in with any topic today, but I had the unfortunate, uh, difficult position to announce to our church Sunday morning that Pastor Avant Ramsey who was a stellar pillar of leadership in our congregation for 20-plus years, went home to be with the Lord suddenly on Sunday morning at 4 a.m. And uh, it's difficult and hard, but we are, for those listening on Grace FM or anywhere around the country, if you connected, I took Avent with me quite a bit on my travels as I don't travel alone anywhere. And uh, he was a uh, pastor, pastoral companion with me many, many times, so we went all over the world together Maybe you have a testimony listening in. We'd love to hear it. The 303-690-3000 number works around the country. Uh, and if you're international, I don't know how to do it, but you can uh, figure out how to dial us internationally. We'll take you first. Um, but uh, the <clears throat> I know that not everyone knew Pastor Avant, so here's the application for you and the reason why I believe the show is going in this direction. It is okay to express appreciation to your pastors, to tell them thank you, to honor them, to respect them, to bless them, uh, not just after they pass away. I think in our culture here at Calvary, they, our church does a wonderful job of this. Very loving, very caring, very thankful, very appreciative, very openly affectionate in a biblical, godly way. Uh, and so the things that we're talking about, Avent, Avent he knew um, as a matter of fact, a lot of the conversation that we had in our staff meeting today was uh, the reality of of recent conversations, recent interactions, recent love being shared, care and concern. But I want you to know if you're <clears throat> not experiencing a great grief like we are here at Calvary um, as a church, it's the first time that we've lost a pastor like this. Uh, horrific. He's irreplaceable. One of a kind. As the sun said today, 
anomaly in a positive way. He's just a very unique man. Ah, I mean, I know we're all unique, but you know, those guys, you just, you have that person in your life. Just like, man, this guy is a gift. He's a gift. Uh, And so we're opening up for people here in Colorado to share about Avant. We've been taking some calls. So if you don't know Avant, um, you'll know him by these testimonies, whether it's Jacob and seven years sober off of heroin, whether it's this person in Colorado that was saying, you know, uh, we had the most beautiful time in prayer and fellowship on the phone, whether it's Annette who works at the Colorado Family Life um, Ministry here and Avant taking Mondays to to mentor a young man who is a teenager and got his girlfriend pregnant, teaching him how to be a man, whether it's, um, well, we got a new one, so why don't we just jump on the line and say, uh, Todd uh, is in Aurora. Todd, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing a lot better um, after the news. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I was, Pastor Avant was like a mentor to me. Yes. He taught me how to pray, and, you know, I've been going there for a few years, probably five or so years. And I was always dedicated going to that early morning prayer group. In you know, periodically I go to the men's prayer group that he was involved in. Yes. And then he started um, that evening prayer group, and you call it um, House of Prayer. Yes. And we were going on our third third um, visit with that, which he'll be greatly missed at that, um, but. He had a way of showing me discipline, Uh, personally, as a family man, as a grandfather. um, I shared my grandchildren's news with his grandchildren, and actually, um, my two granddaughters started going to the early morning prayer group. Yes. And eventually, they went into the chapel, and uh, Pastor Avant contacted my wife, Lisa, and, you know, over uh, years that I've been going to um, the chapel, and you know me personally. Yes. And um, I was unevenly yoked with my wife. And, um, you know, my wife has started going to church um, at least four or five times now. Mm. And you've seen her. Oh, yeah. And that was all Pastor Avant guiding me leading me and um, showing me how to prayer and have that discipline and yes. being a good father, being a good grandfather and being a, a steward of the church. And, you know, he showed me how to serve communion in the, before COVID. And I just, I can go on and on and on uh, of many things that he has made an impact not just in me, but in my grandchildren, uh, you know, in my family. Yes. And um, I'm so blessed uh, that he, he, he was there. He was there, yeah. just like Jesus um, was, you know. And he, I always, we always shared this little thing between him and I. And I sometimes I get astray, and he goes, Todd, well, I, meant, I mentioned it to him, but he goes, remember, 
what would Jesus say? What would Jesus do when you get in a tough situation Mm. and pray? But think about what would Jesus say and what would Jesus do? Yes, I agree. And yes. So good. And and then, um, you know, Matt uh, Springer and I have praying and uh, we were just today and Matt, he's with Waypoint Ministry and we he did a podcast of Second um, Corinthians chapter five. We don't have to go into that right now, but him and I were reminiscing of that chapter and how Pastor Avent's prayer life and his Christian life was, and it was a good example that him and I came up, you know, studying that chapter and uh, you can look at it later. But anyway, I don't want to be rambling, but. I just want to say thank you, Pastor Avant. Yes. And thank you for all the blessings and your mercy and your grace that you brought to mm. me and my family. It is so appreciative, and I couldn't ask for a greater gift. Yeah, what a gift. Thanks, Todd. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know, as we're, uh, I was sharing, you know, the, the direction uh, that, I'm going to go when I share at the memorial and, and it is a Bible. It's a, it's going to be a Bible study. I mean, any memorial is an opportunity to preach the gospel and to teach people the Bible. But the, the topic will be when a good man got, when a good man dies and I'm going to draw attention to King Uzziah because you remember in Isaiah chapter six, which is most often used as a passage about missions and, you know, God, looks to Isaiah and says, who will go for me? And Isaiah says, here I am, send me. It's a beautiful passage. It's a wonderful invitation from God and God speaking. It's a beautiful thing for Isaiah to be listening. But because that gets most of the attention, something super important is actually overlooked. And isn't that the case sometimes where some passages of Scripture get all the attention, but, but there's actually more to the text. That's why reading the Bible every day and praying, you get something new all the time because there's so much to the depth and the width and the height and the length of God's love for you. And in Isaiah 6, it says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And we want to pay attention. Well, what, what do you mean in the year that King Uzziah died? Why is that important? Is that just a, a time stamp? Well, it certainly is a time stamp. But what was so significant about King Uzziah? And you know, King Uzziah was a good king. And he brought peace and prosperity to the land. He was well-loved and well-liked and a, a representative of, of the Lord. And it was when he died that Isaiah got a clear glimpse of the Lord. Because you see, even as I was listening to Todd, I, God used, used Avant and many people in our lives and so much that we could start looking to the person and forget the God of the person. That Avant who, was who he was because of the grace of God. And I was sharing that with the staff today, like, you know, a lot of Avant is still alive in all of us because we all share the same spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that's in him 
Now he's in the presence of the Lord, but it's also the Holy Spirit in you and in me as born-again believers, so that we can do the same thing. We can mentor kids, we can pray for one another, we can go to prayer meetings, we can, we can be walking in the Spirit. It's, it is exactly that. We get to, we don't have to. And when great men die, we we got to get our eyes on the Lord. We got to run to the Lord. It's Jesus is our sufficiency. Pastor Chuck Smith used to teach us uh, when he was alive. He's with the Lord now too. Can't get our eyes on a man, right? We got to look to the Lord, the God of the man. But Pastor Chuck used to teach us that um, when you have surgery and it's successful, who do you thank? Do you thank the scalpel? Or do you thank the physician? And many times we in Christianity we we look to the scalpel, to the instrument that God uses instead of the God who's using the instrument. And it can do that when a guy like Avon, he's like, oh, he's a guy you don't meet very often. It takes, you know, ten different people. Um, but everyone's unique in their own way, right? But um when a good man dies, we got to get our eyes on the Lord. <clears throat> so important. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number. Where are we? Are we still in Colorado? We are. Craig in Aurora, welcome to the program. God bless you, our pastor and the uh, Calvary family. Uh, I came to uh, Calvary. I spent two years at Calvary. I was wounded when I got there. And uh, I came across Avent Path, and uh, even though I'm a man of color, and it wasn't that I wanted favor, but you can tell that he wasn't a man, that he was a prejudiced guy. He treated everybody the same. Yes. He gave him the Word of God. Yes. He stuck to the Word of God, and not only that, he walked it. He you walked did. the Word of God. When I came to Calvary, I think he was uh, praying during the first service, I believe. He was doing praying. It was a room down there by yes. the coffee shop. I yep. think he would come out of there, and I was seeing, because he wasn't the tallest guy there. You couldn't <laughs> miss him. That's you, true. You couldn't bounce it around. Yes. <laughs> Get ready to go upstairs, but uh, I, I appreciate that because he didn't show me the favor. He gave me what I needed. He mm. gave me the Word of God, yes. and uh, from that, I never forget him, you know. I never because he could have easily took sides, but he yeah. didn't take sides. He only took the side of uh, Jesus. Yes. And uh, I just uh, like I say, my prayers with the Calvary family, and I I never forget Brother Aza. Good, good. Don't and live out that legacy by surrendering and walking in the Spirit, bro. I will. Thank you. Sir. Thank you, Craig. Bye bye. Yeah, great testimony. He is a presence, definitely. He is a presence when he shows up. Matt in Aurora, welcome to the program. Hey, Ed, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, as well as can be, I guess. Yeah, I know, I know. There's a big void that's going to be uh, left in our church. And, uh, just want to share a couple things about Please, Avance. Uh, go for it. Um, you know, you touched on his, his heart for a most excellent way. And, yes. Uh, last night, during most excellent way, we had a, during our time of sharing with the other men, uh, many men were just... Uh, uh, just sharing, you know, whether they had a couple minutes, many years, or just heard his voice on the uh, uh, on the commercial for Most Excellent Way. Oh, yeah. That yes. Just, oh, wow. Kind of just brought them to Most Excellent Way and pray with them. Um, one of my early stories or, or 
you know, interactions with uh, Pastor Avant was uh, my wife, TJ, and I were sitting downstairs in the cafe having dinner before service, kind of off in the corner, and you know our story. Yeah. Um, and uh, he just came up to us and just introduced himself and gave us that, the, uh, the power of prayer, the EM Bounds yes. <laughs> devotional, one-minute devotional. And yeah. it was just, you know, and just say, you guys need to go through this, read it, and just pray about it. And that was kind of our first interaction with them. And then, obviously, you know, when we went to uh, Israel in 2018, and uh, mm-hmm. him and Barb as well. Yes. And it was just a great time just to sit with him on the bus and share some laughs, share some meals. Yeah. Um, but but the one thing that's, you know, stood out to me just with all that was, you know, he... He taught at the Garden of Gethsemane. Yes, and uh, what a what a perfect place for him to do that. Yes, um, a, a mighty man of prayer. Um, you know, one thing in my notes that uh, is on my phone right here that uh, I think I got from that one, just one little snippet of, of many different little notes. But uh, one of the things he said was, "Jesus is praying. Why not I?" Mm. With a question, so. You know, if I could just be a, a fraction of a, a man of prayer as, as Avant, uh, you know, I'd be happy. But, uh, but yeah, what a great man. So good. Thanks, Matt, and welcome back, bro. God's got great plans for you. Yeah, yeah. And, he, you know, and that's another thing. Is a couple of weeks ago, we, we saw him and talked to him for about five minutes before service. And, uh, you know, I wanted to, to talk to him more, but we just didn't have time. And that's the one thing that uh, we'll miss is, is the we time. Will. So I agree. All right, my brother. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ah, so good. It's so good. It uh, makes me happy to hear these stories. It makes me sad to think he's not going to be around to do it anymore uh, and to think of the pain a grief causes. But the Lord is faithful, guys. He loves you, cares for you, no matter what you're walking through right now. If you would, just please pray for Calvary here. We're, we got sucker punched, and and some of you guys that are on Saturday night service, you didn't even get to hear it. I taught the study in Acts 11 and then found out that morning and then announced it on Sunday. And so maybe some of you are hearing it for the very first time right now. Um, and I'm sorry that this is how you're hearing it, but it's public knowledge now. And so when you're wherever you are, uh, whether you're in Alabama or Arkansas, whether you're in North Carolina or Pennsylvania, Maryland, New Jersey, Texas, Idaho, North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina, I can go on and on. You don't have to be in Colorado. Just pray for us, would you? It, it's a significant um, pain uh, in so many lives. But also hearing the testimonies, it's very positive, very encouraging that there is uh, the legacy of the Holy Spirit using a man uh, that that we can live that out and share in the same testimony. We can love and love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Love our neighbor uh, as ourselves. We it, it is although you, although <clears throat> although Avan is a unique man, one of a kind. So are you. You're a unique woman, one of a kind. Single mom, grandma, um, single woman student, uh, bus driver. You are a unique person. God wants to use you. Uh, it's interesting uh, in some of the testimonies that his sons gave today that, um, you know, Avant was a UPS driver. 
very successful. Um, I mean, that perfect, perfect job for this guy. Perfect. He just could be, he's the kind of guy I had. A, I have a friend like this, Jack, who could make, could be best friends with you in 30 seconds. Like, like you knew him forever. This is just the gift. God gave that gift to Avant too. And Jack uh, was given, I grew up with this guy. I saw him make friends like that. He's the one who invited me to church. He's just that way. Unbelievable. Um, I'm not like that. Um, very unique gifting. Some of you guys have it. Um, but he used that for the glory of God. And even if he had a short, um, his son, Avant Jr., was telling us today, even if it was a short interaction, um, then Mike, uh, he could connect with him. And then Mike said across the table, yeah, you know, every Christmas he'd bring home like 200 gifts. Like they, they would just give him gifts because they loved him so much. It's just like, oh, but you know, you are too. Um, you are too. This isn't about Avant. It's not about me. It's actually not about you. It's about the Lord and how faithful he is and how gracious he is to use us. We're studying the book of uh, Genesis um, on Wednesday nights here. By the way, we'll be here tonight for regular Bible study. We'll be praying together, singing together. We'll be studying the book of Genesis together. Uh, and Jacob, we study Jacob in, in um, Genesis 32. <clears throat> Let me look it up here real quick. Genesis 32, we were, um, we're studying it in verse 10. You know, this is um, before uh, the wrestling, God's preparing him. And, and Jacob says this, I am not worthy of the least of all these mercies and all the truth you have shown to your servant. Isn't that, I love that. Jacob, he's wrestling in life and he's going back. What we would say today in the new covenant, wrestling the flesh against the spirit, the spirit against the flesh. And he's in one of those moments where he's examining his life and he's leaving Laban's house and he's wanting to follow the Lord. He's wanting to obey, but he also is wanting to control things and he, he's wanting to do his own thing and, and he's fearful and he's concerned and you name it. He's just a bag of humanity, just like you and me, just like Avant. Avant was real. He wasn't perfect. He had his own issues as we all do. But like Jacob, how, I mean, how are you listening to this program today? Are you deserving of that? And, and this, what do I, you know, like looking at things and thinking, well, what do I deserve? And why aren't I? And why isn't this? And, or as God finally brought you to the place where I'm not worthy of the least of all these mercies and of all the truth that God, you have shown to your servant. I've been teaching recently on, and by the way, we have open lines, 303-690-3000. I've been teaching recently, it seems to be a recurring theme of returning to your first love, returning to your first love. But God's been speaking to me about a few things in my own personal life because uh, grief really jacked me up too um, 10 years ago when my son passed away, but before that, my dad passed away. And then after that, my mom passed away. And then Chuck Smith passed away the same year my son did and hit me hard, man. Hit me hard seeing my wife so sorrowful, seeing my kids hurt, our church hurt back then too. All these precious saints I get to work with hurting with me. And and then some difficulties uh, that that came out of that, some ongoing, really nasty things related to the death of my son, just 
you know, church things and, and it doesn't matter what they are. They are, they're just hard. Um, and, and so I've been praying, Lord, been praying. I'm teaching this stuff, but what about me? And recently, one of the ways that I have applied getting back to my first love, because I don't think I've left it completely, but I'm open, man. I don't know my own heart, right? But one thing I've been doing is I've been going back to what I did when I was a new believer. Uh, it's a little bit easier to do it now, but when I was a new believer, I listened to Raul Reese, Pastor Jeff Johnson, and Pastor Skip Heitzig just about every day. And Ray Bentley, um, just about every day. So this last week, even before we lost, we lost Avent, I was I've been listening to Pastor Jeff and Pastor Roll and Pastor Skip on the podcast because that way I, then I can control the timing because I'm not in my car all the time when the ra- when they're on our radio station and and I felt this and I've been feeling this comfort and encouragement and and reminder of the simplicity of my faith back then you know because now I'm 30 years into this I have the privilege of being a senior pastor I'm leading a very large growing church I have a wonderful team of people I get to serve with it's not simple like it was in the simple days when it was just me and a bible I didn't even own a bible I just had the lord in prayer I had to go buy a bible it took me a couple of days to do that you can imagine that didn't even have a Bible. Just simple. Just listening to Bible studies. Just listening and doing, reading, praying, and doing. And 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 I would I want to encourage you. Maybe this whole show on Avant, if you stuck around. I mean, it wasn't really a show about Avant, but I wanted to give opportunity for anybody to call in. As many people did. For every person that called in, it was probably another hundred <clears throat> that didn't. But maybe it, the word of the Lord to you today is to get back to your first love. Jesus says, I have this against you. Even though the church in Ephesus in Revelation, very busy, very active, very religious, doing good things, doing the right things. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You have left your first love. And God's word to you today is to get back to your first love. Repent. Remember from where you have fallen and repeat the first works. It's never too late. I did a Bible study called The God of the Second Chances. If you want to listen to that, email me. I'll send you a link or download our app and just put on put in there, second, or chances. Just put in the search bar. You'll find it. Listen to The God of the Second Chance or The Third Chance. While you're alive and you're listening to my voice, you can return to the Lord. While you're listening to me, you can repent. You can turn from your wicked ways if that's what they are. You can forsake your alcohol. I mean, think of this brother. Seven years he's been sober from heroin. And I know the story of a couple of the other of those brothers uh, that I'm sure they would give you, They could, if they wanted to, they could give you your testimony where they came back. They wandered away as a prodigal, but they're back. Not to church, but to the Lord. You come back to the Lord. And, and maybe you go, well, I don't want to come back to the Lord, but I'll come back to, well, come back to church. It's, take that step away from sin. And come back to church, hear the word of God again, be in a room where there's worship. But I would exhort you today, someone's listening to me right now that needs to go to church tonight. And I'm exhorting you, do that. Don't delay. 
Maybe you're in the Denver area. We have church tonight. Calvary Church, Southeast Aurora, Hampton and Tower, 18900 East Hampton. We're right next to the Safeway, right across from the street from that movie theater. What is it called? The Movie Tavern. Right across the street. We are, um, yeah, Safeway. If you found Safeway, we're right there. And I would love to... um, I would love to serve you and love you and worship together with you tonight. And um, I got this text. It's so good. Please forgive me for quoting scripture at the end of my text. I don't intend it to be a pat answer. Oh, friend, thank you for your condolences. It is not a pat answer. First Thessalonians 4 is exactly what I taught on this weekend. It is the word of God, and it is the answer to our sorrow. We don't sorrow like those who have no hope. If today you're listening to me and you have no hope, come to church tonight. We're going to be continuing study in Genesis. We're going to learn about the life of Jacob, a real man just like you and me, going through real life because God is faithful. Bless you guys. Be encouraged. Go to our website, calvaryco.church. You can watch us live online. Calvaryco stands for Colorado. Calvaryco.church. Love to have you out. Bless you guys. Be encouraged. Pray for Barb and her family. Pray for our church. We'll see you tonight. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.